What's up, listeners? Coin and I are back to recap the Super Bowl and wrap up another great football season. Lastly, Stumptown, then we out. Let's do it. Delta Stadium, 12 o'clock. Carol Collins, Fonny Sands. Carol Collins, Fonny Sands. Walk us up to Piosta. North Benton. South Benton. Bitch. Oh, spelled on my shirt. Mm. Mmm, mm, that, my friends, is the sound of a couple crisp beers being cracked, and this is the sound of your favorite podcast, The Rookie Show. <laughs> That's right, everybody. Welcome back to The Rookie Show. I am one of your hosts, Travis mm-hmm. Knoll. Joining me, as per usual, Mr. 503, a.k.a. Zag Bryan, former United States Secretary... Oh, I, I screwed it up. Former United States Secretary of State, and no one is quite sure why he's on the college football playoff committee. Call that Coin Deliza Rice. Nice. A what up, Coin? I wanna rock and roll all night and party every day. A what up, Noel? I was getting ready for you to say something like and eat. All day, or you know, oh yeah, I coulda, I coulda, I shoulda. Yeah, but you're, but you're yeah. on diet, and I wanted to. Respect I am on that. a diet. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Thank you. It was really. I, I'm going yeah. the other way. I'm in. A, I'm in a bulking phase right now. I think I might try to gain a bunch of weight. You're tacking on mass. Yeah, tacking on mass. I'm going full max from Sunny right now. Hey, the the Greeks Greek sculptors didn't start with you know a that's tiny right. little piece of marble. That you got to start somewhere and then sculpt down from there. So yeah, I've been I've been really thinking about getting my legs just like fucking huge, again. You should do that. There was, there was a I'm time sure. that I was just constantly busting out of jeans like two or three times a year. Kind of want to get back to that. I yeah, saw a pic. I, I saw a pic of my of my butt um, in some jeans the other day, and I'm liking what I'm seeing. <laughs> yeah i bust in my jeans two or three times a year also um yeah what sorry what did you say <laughs> i missed misheard that um coin what are yes. you drinking this evening no i have uh, a lovely <laughs> beer for you i think you're really gonna like the can also Is i have level beer? again out of level beer steamed hams lager <laughs> oh wow uh, not flavored like ham, but the ideal beer to accompany a hamburger sandwich. It is this lovely, just silver can. Um, it's kind of got this Germanic-looking logo maybe on it, uh, white label. It's it's silver can, gold top and bottom. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it also guess. says, Aurora Borealis, at this time of year, at this time of day, in this part of the country, localized entirely within your kitchen, yes. That's it. <laughs> it Interesting. Says, it uh, also says beer with balance. Obviously love the name and the explanation of the name. So Yes. I'm on board. There is there's a lovely this this logo <coughs> looking thing right here is actually a hamburger uh with an mm. S and H uh embossed on top of it. And it's uh it's for steamed hams, obviously. Um it's just an it's just a nice lager and it's it's quite easy drinking. I'm enjoying myself. Mm. You know, uh, it is a bit confusing because first you think ham, and then all of a sudden it's hamburger, and then you go, "Wait, are hamburgers steamed?" So right, I, there's I a lot of conflicting principles here. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't really want a steamed hamburger necessarily. No. Yeah, no, but that's um, okay. But that's okay. Regardless, Noel, what are you drinking? What do you have for me? 
Irregardless coin. I've got the first ever beer out of Polson, Montana on the pod. Oh. It is Glacier Brewing Company, and it is called Oktoberfest. Oh. And it, it has a nice bear and a lederhosen sleeping on the picnic table. Look at that so, little guy. He's all tuckered out. With some nice mountains in the background. Um, gr- fantastic, um, I don't know, idea for a can. You can tell that it's poorly made on like Photoshop at like yeah. by one of the Polson High School students that, that created yeah. this. I like the idea. I like the name. It's a really shitty label on a silver can. Um, how do you feel about Oktoberfest beer? Uh, it's generally like a little heavier, right? In it my, is a little heavier, in yes. In my mind's eye. Uh, <laughs> I haven't spent enough time with it. We talked about this. I haven't spent my, that much time with like heavier beers, to be honest with you. Yeah. It's okay. It's not bad. That's all I'm going to say about it. It tastes okay. just fine. Okay. Good. I'm glad it's fine. Um, we are fresh off of Super Bowl weekend. Uh, we are. What other beers you got for me, Coin? Uh, Friday night, Noel, I had, uh, Graham and I went out and met up with uh, Gus Buss, a friend and teammate of ours from college. We had some lovely beers. We ate at this nice place here called Bullard. And, um, then, so Gus was, was here at a, for a teacher's convention. And so he had like his per diem, but he was, uh, we all got decent meals. It was kind of expensive. Like his, the hamburger was like 25, 27 bucks. I got the special of the day. It was like a beef short was it rib. it steamed? What? It was not was it steamed. steamed. It okay. was not steamed, no. I got a nice beef short rib, and, and Graham, of course, got like the lack, la, uh, rack of lamb. That was like $45 or something like that. Of course. Um, and then uh, towards the end, he was like, oh, explaining to the waitress, like, I'm sorry, is there a way we could like split the alcohol off of mine so I can get the, uh, like I can use my per diem, whatever. I can't really put alcohol in there. Yeah. And then... Uh, but he had just said split the alcohol, and I'm like as she's walking away, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Like I think he meant just like on his, like just split his alcohol off and he'll pay for that. And then as she's walking away, he's like, yeah, I mean, I was probably just gonna end up getting your food with my per diem, but I guess this is fine too. I was like, you could have just fucking stepped in at any point. <laughs> Step in at any point. Was, that feels like a guest move, like saying like, yeah, you know, I was gonna buy your your tab, but you 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 know screwed yourself, so I don't know what to tell you. I, I'm still a very generous person. <laughs> honestly i kind of respect it uh it was my fault i should have just kept my mouth shut i was trying to make mm. things easier on the on the waitress she seemed very nice mm. uh and i like to try to do that if possible especially when there was a chance we were gonna have to make a run back and forth like four times yeah um, yeah i hear you but so but not it, was, a free it was still a lovely dinner um and then and then took it nice and easy on saturday and uh on super bowl i had about three beers total it was a nice amount and there was a lovely spread of food had some wingies had a nice sushi bake where essentially i just made my own sushi tacos uh and lots of chippies and some a charcuterie board it was it was phenomenal wow what are the uh i'm trying to think of the last time on a weekend that i had more beers than you because i had yeah. more beers than you on sunday you're just you're going soft on me coin i know well i I, I got pretty drunk on Friday night, so. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. On Friday night, and you're still recovering on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> okay, fair enough. Sounds what about like you, Noel? Weekend. Tell me about your beers. Um, so Friday night, uh, took Katie out to this bar that's kind of almost all the way in Kalispell, kind of on the way from Big Fork, called the Dusty Star Saloon. Nice. Uh, they had good reviews for barbecue and also live music on Fridays, so. And then we went there, and then it turns out this dude named Tommy Edwards, who was like on The Voice, who 
uh, is kind of from here, was performing, and he was really good. Oh. So that was nice. Some nice live music. Had a couple beers. The food was fine. It was, uh, I would say, not as good as the reviews made it sound, but it was okay. Okay. Um, so that was Friday. On uh, Saturday, went to the old stomping grounds, Big Fork High, Big Fork Let's basketball go. game, playing against Whitefish, Whitefish rather. Um, I had not been back in the gym um, probably in over a decade, so it was, co- it was wow. cool to go back. Yeah, I knew I know this because they totally redid the gym like nine years ago, and I thought I had been inside. And the minute I stepped inside, I'm like, I've never seen this place in my life. So <laughs> confirmed, it's been a decade. Uh, wow. But the Vikes and Vals took it to Whitefish, so eat Let's that go. Whitefish. Eat shit, bulldogs. Eat shit, Roach brothers. <laughs> Um, so that was Saturday. Did not have any beers because just, you know, keeping it straight and narrow for the the kids. Right. High school kids. Right. Set a good example. Uh, uh, Super Bowl though, went to, uh, buddy Trey's house and there was probably about mm, 15, 20 people there and uh, a lot of food. Pretty, pretty big party. I'd say it was 15. I exaggerate. It was 15, but it felt pretty big. It was loud, but, uh, it wasn't that bad. I, I did enjoy myself. I was hanging with some people that I hadn't seen in a long time and, uh, so as such, I missed commercials really for the most part, and right. didn't hear a lot of like uh, Romo and Nance what they had to say necessarily. But people mm. were into the game, but there's just a lot of chatter. So that's fair. That's fair. Um, it was okay. It was it was good. I had a good time. Uh, and that's my beers. Yeah, I had probably four or five beers. There you go. I brought some of my pod beers over so I could house those. Not a baby. Yeah, <laughs> I, it wasn't like I was trying to avoid the beers. I was just you know kind of enjoying them. Might have had good four. You know. What uh? Tell me about your spread and and what you what you mowed down on at the Super Bowl party. Yeah, I, sorry, I guess I, I jumped the gun there a little bit. Yeah, I had had you, some. You told me wingies. sushi tacos. Okay, I had but some had some wingies from Fire in the Mountain. Uh, the the three the three main flavors which I consider the holy trinity at this place are of course, uh, spicy peanut, which is like a Thai peanut flavored wing. It's lovely. Um, and then there is a raspberry habanero that I I love. Very dearly mm. there. That is quite good. Yummy. And then I always get like a mild or mild to hot buffalo that I just, you know, it's nice for the table and nice to have a classic wing at the party. Uh, this place does so many fucking wings on Sunday that they're just like, we close every Monday. I mean, they're only closed five days a year and one of them is the Monday after the Super Bowl. Mm. They're, they're just, just like, totally yeah, we are churning out wings the entire day. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Um, so those were awesome. A lovely chip spread that, yeah, there's the sushi bake. So it's just like a, you know, in like a casserole dish, they do the good sushi rice and then imitation crab, a little salmon, some kewpie mayo, a little spicy sriracha, and then you just lap it up with a, um, uh, Jesus Christ, seaweed roll, seaweed wrap, and you make it into like a little taco on your plate, and you just carry that around okay. and eat it. Yeah, it's okay. quite lovely. So wait, sorry, you brought that? No, 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 no. I brought the wingies. Oh, okay, got it. I yep. thought maybe both. Okay, it's confusing. No, no, no. Um, and then, and then a really, really nice, tastefully done charcuterie board with some mm. summer sausage, a nice goat cheese, like the purple, you know, when you see the goat cheese and it has like little purple bits in it. Yeah. Uh, one of those you know, guys, some salams, uh, maybe a Gouda, a Gouda on the board and a multiple, <laughs> mul- a plethora of crackers, one could say. Okay. Yeah. Nice. That's, any, that's any about dessert? it. Uh, oh yes. Sorry. Thank you. There were, of course, um, we did have brookies, which is brownie, brownie cookies. Okay, I've is there another name for them before? Blondies, as I've heard them called. I think that that Alina called them brookies. Brookies okay. were delish. 
Uh, and then my friend uh, Casey made some nice chocolate chip cookies with just a just a little bit of peanut butter in each one, just like a little mm. bit. Mm. That's okay as a yeah. traditional. I'm touch. okay with the peanut butter. Yes, certainly not overpowering a, amount of peanut butter. Just like you're like, oh, what is that extra flavor coming in there? And it was it was peanut butter. It was nice. Yeah. Um, uh, at my party, got, no. there yeah. were probably enough food for forty people. There was <laughs> two people brought chicken like not fried chicken but like grilled chicken drumsticks made in different okay. fashions there's a ton of chicken there was nachos there was some there was a spinach pull apart which i ha- hadn't had before oh. i don't think like biscuit mix with i don't know spinach and cheese i guess mm-hmm. that's pretty tasty but the best part was somebody made some homemade cream cheese rangoons, and uh, they were homemade goons. So. Oh, uh, nice and fresh. Uh, somebody also brought banoon pudding, <laughs> big old bowl of banoon pudding. So yeah, I just I had my fill of that as well. I brought some scotcheroos that Katie and I made, and got some compliments on that. So nice. That always feels good. I was, um... and I did have a coke in between beers. Nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> you got to settle the stomach. That's the way to do it. That's right. I was honestly kind of glad that there weren't that many dips at our party. I think I mentioned on the pod last week, there was, um, we did a dip off, like a dip cooking thing at my work last Thursday. Mm-hmm. So on, on Thursday for lunch, I just had 20 different assorted dips and was mm-hmm. like using every vessel that was available there to try those. And it was just kind of a lot. Um, I was up until I was up until one thirty in the morning making my uh, spicy, supposed to be spicy French onion dip. The recipe I was using was having me sweat the onions in this like where you cover them in water a little bit, and the water was just not evaporating. And it took me like three fucking hours to cook these onions and jalapenos and stuff down. It was just too much, (laughs) and they were just not to my level of preference. But it, it ended up being a pretty tasty dip overall. I was just upset with how long it took <laughs> that's miserable i'm sorry to hear that yeah yeah were you pissed off when you went to bed yeah i was pretty upset and i yeah. didn't even try it that night because you know like obviously mm-hmm. i wanted to make the dip and then try it a little bit i was like i need to go to fucking bed so i'm not even gonna try this dip <laughs> and then i had to wake up at i don't know whatever i think i ended up sleeping to like 6 15 and i was like now i'm just really pissed and tired <laughs> mm, yeah all for a dip shame yeah all for a dip Okay, that has been our beers. That's been the beers. Sadly, coin football season yep. has come to a close. It is no more. We will not have mm. football. We'll say professional football for, what is it, six months? What is it? February, March, April, seven May, months. June, July, August, September. Seven months. Yeah. Usually game one is like this last weekend. It'd be like the ninth, ninth, 10th of September. Yeah, yeah. How are you feeling about it? You feel like uh, you had a successful season, an enjoyable season, uh, um, none of the above? This was a weird year. I can't say that this was my favorite NFL season of the last 10 or 15. Um, no. low, lower lower scoring. <clears throat> not Yeah, not as much offense this year. Uh, repeat Super Bowl champion. Another year in which my team was like fucking bad and not fun <laughs> to watch at all. Uh, however, the off season brings what we all have now is hope. So mm-hmm. getting into draft season and I do, I love the draft. I love the NFL draft. The weeks leading up to the NFL draft are fun as hell. The draft trades are great. Reading draft blogs are fun. 
Who could my team get? I don't know. Hopefully it's not another running back. I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully it is. I would love that. Um, yeah, I agree. It's uh, time to switch gears and just uh, turn it over to the po- possibilities of what next yep. year could hold. So, yes. Um, give me... Uh, you want to talk Super Bowl then? You want to talk yeah. game? You want to talk commercials? What do you want to talk? What do you think the better flow is? We could talk... I'm, I'm down to do either. Let's let's start with the game itself. What, what right, are your cool. what are your That's biggest perfect. takeaways from the game? Uh, overall thoughts of the game that the second half was much more enjoyable than the first half. Yeah, um, I did. I was I was telling somebody I can't remember who that I actually did feel like both teams looked tighter than I had thought that they were going to look. They looked more nervous. It looked like there was like a lot at stake in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, it could have been yeah. that the defenses, both defenses are good, super talented, a lot of guys around, but I felt like teams looked tight. The calls, the throws were missing. Uh, Pacheco specifically looked a little shaky and unable to see the holes he was hitting in the regular season. Um, obviously, the Niners got off to that good start and it kind of got upended by a, a fumble, and sometimes that's what rattles your team and you you just you lose a little faith. You don't really know what you've got going on. And so, like I listed out the drive by drive, we went. Niners fumble, Chiefs punt, Niners punt, Chiefs punt, Niners field goal, Chiefs fumble, Niners punt, Chiefs punt, Niners touchdown, Chiefs field goal in the first half. Yeah, that was ugly. I do not recall very much from that first half. It was kind of an ugly blur. Yeah, you know, something like those fumbles, you just got to chalk up a little bit to nerves. Like there's something, somebody's doing something slightly different because McCaffrey and Pacheco both are not guys that are known to fumble. And the fact they both did in the first quarter. So there's nerves there. Yeah, I was surprised that KC didn't come out hotter. I mean, I obviously said I I had the over in the first half. I thought the Chiefs would be up at half. Um, And yeah, I don't know. I don't know why after, you know, being the repeat champs and having way less pressure and having, you know, playing with house money in a lot of ways as the three C that won on the road and is now the underdog as the reigning champs. Like you would think that they'd be playing a lot looser, but it did take them a a full almost half to, to get going. Yeah. Um, but the overall overarching theme I thought was just, I mean, that Mahomes is inevitable that he's just, he's going to find a way towards the end. And even when, like, I wouldn't say up until, eight minutes left in the fourth quarter that he looked particularly good like I don't think mm-hmm. that he looked special in any way up until that point and we obviously talked at nauseum uh during the game and a little bit after how this was kind of Harrison Butker's MVP to win and he was fucking lights out he was amazing this season amazing so that good. like all of his field goals were no doubters no question um, I, I think the one kind of was like low maybe, and it looked like it could have gotten touched, but I mean, I was just, I felt confident, you know? I know, it was insane. Yeah. Um, that was, that's going to be the biggest takeaway from the Super Bowl was chasing the Butker MVP because we both, you joined me on the bet with a couple, we both had a couple of bucks on it at 300 to one. And yep. it was, you know, there was points late in the game where. He was probably the favorite, and and I I would say I going into overtime, you. going into overtime, he was the favorite. So going into overtime, he's got four field goals. <clears throat> uh, yeah, yes. And Mahomes only had one touchdown. one touchdown. Yeah. yeah. So you you've got to think he's got a chance. Then the Niners get the ball first, and 
third down is an incomplete or short and they're getting ready to get off the field and so i'm thinking okay the chiefs just need to get the ball in field goal range kick a field goal and they win the super bowl and then butker's five for five mahomes only has one touchdown and 250 yards they have to give it to butker of course there's a holding call it was i thought it was kind of iffy i don't know they call it sometimes that was a good call i think you thought so okay yeah all right i was that's fine i was very biased he he hooked him and turned him so (laughs) yeah yeah. Now there still was a good chance if uh, the Niners could have held them to a field goal, tie it, and then at some point go win it, then it was a no-brainer, six for six. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's he, if he had six field goals, that's it. Yeah, it's exciting. Uh, we talked about this uh, in a text chain, but <clears throat> not winning the bet wasn't the end of the world. The fact that we uh, had that added investment in the game and this excitement we had, I had several people texting me i probably had four or five people text me either about butker or about uh chiefs hitting overtime um <clears throat> just like that this is why gambling is good it's not necessarily winning the bets which of course is is nice but if it adds this layer of intrigue and excitement and you know focus on the game that you wouldn't otherwise have so it, it created a fantastic super bowl for me even though i didn't win it totally um, I also was kind of like chuckling to myself that this was the game, one that we both thought was going to go under, and then so if you got on the under late, you might have missed because it ended up going down to 46 and a half, I think. Yeah. But how many times have we been watching a game and it goes to overtime and we're like, we could get it if we get field goal touchdown. <laughs> you know? And it never fucking happens. And then this That's is the game that it point. happens in. And I was I was just kinda like laughing to myself. I was like, of course, this is this is when it happens and this could be the game we or like if we lose something on it, it's because of that. It's so stupid. I didn't even think about that. How yeah. often is like, well, How? we need first team field goal next team. I think first we've team. separately texted that to each other at least like five times in the last two years. But like, <laughs> I just need field goal touchdown here. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah. yeah it, I mean, in that respect, the game certainly did not go the way I thought. Just, I, you know, I was picking over in the first half and under in the second half, and most all the points came in the second half. But. Other than that, I guess when the points were scored, I think the game went pretty close to how I expected in terms of I thought the it was be low scoring. making just enough plays, yeah. right? And then and then I mean both of us were you bet twenty six twenty, I had twenty four twenty. It was a you know, I mean it was the exact range that we thought 22. it was gonna be in. Yeah. I mean Yeah. Pretty much so right. We're there. geniuses. We're yeah, so smart. Exactly. I did uh <clears throat> I listed out the first half, I'll list out the last few drives. So um after Pick, punt, punt, punt. It went Chiefs field goal, Niners punt. Chiefs punt, muffed. Chiefs touchdown, next play. Niners touchdown, uh, Brock to Jawan Jennings. Missed extra point. Field goal by Chiefs, field goal by Niners, field goal by Chiefs to end the game. That was that fourth quarter and last like few minutes of the third was fucking awesome. It was it so was. fun. Yeah, it was as good as any Super Bowl that there's been. If you just if yep. you're just looking at the second half, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I I love it. We've had we've talked about this, but just kind of in our lifetime, we've been pretty dang lucky with Super Bowls being good. There's been yeah. a couple stinkers like the um, Rams Pats uh, with Goff and stuff like that. But I mean, last year was incredible. This year was incredible, and it's it's yeah. nice to end on a high note. Totally. Yep, I'm with you. What else? Um. I was going to oh I I think that this is just another 
we talked to Pip a little bit. It's just so frustrating to, you know, I feel like we owe him a little credence and a big fan. We love having him as a friend and a friend of the pod. It's just, it sucks. And we felt bad a little bit cheering for the chiefs just because we had money on it. And, uh, I'd said this to him, like, God, I mean, if anybody knows what it's like to just, you know, play better and be the better team for 90%, 95% of the game, and then you just lose on this shit in overtime, and it just, it, nothing feels worse. I don't, <laughs> it would be better to lose by 40. That's, yeah. I, it really would. It Without really question. would. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel uh, for Niners gosh, fans. I, I, I am not in uh, That's fans. kind of my closing thoughts is just, it sucks. And, and at the end of the day, the the difference is that there's a generational quarterback on the other side. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking more about um, just in general, like being a front runner and like how nice it is. Like, I get it. You can call people out for rooting for the, well, first of all, the Chiefs were obviously underdogs in quotation marks, but in quotes, anytime yeah. you're rooting for the chiefs and you're rooting for Mahomes, people are probably going to call you a bandwagon or a front runner and stuff. That's probably true, but you know, what's nice and awesome is just rooting for the team that you feel confident in. And then they come through for you and you just, you just end with a great feeling. So there's something to be said for this front running thing. That's all. That's all I'm trying to say. It's pretty yeah, nice. That's fair. That's a good, that's a good point. Yeah. Just Especially, uh, pick as I would, I would consider myself in my history, obviously of, of like sports fandom and definitely on teams that I've played on. I have not done much winning. I would mm-hmm. say I've done a lot of losing in my life. Yeah. Um, and so there is something nice feeling just about being like, yeah, I thought this team was going to win and they were better and then they won. It was really good. When it comes to a game like this and you don't really have a dog in the fight, you should pick who you think is going to potentially give you the most happiness and then root yep. for them. I mean, yep. that's, it's as simple as that. Uh, anyway, um, Pip, very sorry. Yeah, I was, we were watching the game with uh, my buddy Casey, who is a Chiefs fan. Like him and his family, long, lifelong Chiefs fans or whatever. And I recognize that maybe like not the most success, maybe the last 20 years, <laughs> 25, 30 years, whatever, before this last run. But after, when the Chiefs, like when the, when the game ended, they scored the touchdown, he was like, he was kind of jumping up and cheering and excited, obviously. And I was just like, are you really that happy? Like, it's your third one in five years. <laughs> like, do you even know what joy would feel like? Like, this can't feel that good for you. I was I like, actually, what about me? I deserve that kind of joy. <laughs> I think that's a very astute observation is knowing what winning a second Super Bowl feels like is a very hard thing to comprehend. Like, the first one I can Im- I can imagine how I would feel just pure elation and oh incredulous yeah just like beside myself. The second one like at some point you have to start comparing, and you have to you know pick which one you liked better. It's like picking which of your kids you like better. So yeah, I, you know, I'd like one. Just give me one. Just give me one. It's it's similar. I think we've talked about when uh, when Simmons will be like, God, I've been the Pats just lost that one, and you're like. Did you really fucking care that much? Like, no. come on, yeah, dude, you've yeah. won six in your lifetime or the yeah. last twenty years. You're fine. Like, I don't think I that that one hurt really that bad. No, no, it's ridiculous. Although yeah. for somebody like Tom Brady, I could see just him being hung up on losing to Eli Manning twice and Nick Foles once and being it is like, hilarious. I is could hilarious. have ten Super Bowls if I could have beat those yeah. motherfuckers. 
But isn't it <sighs> kind of almost better, though, that he beat the teams that were, like, actually really good and he just kind of lost on these fluky, weird-ass Super sure. Bowls? Like, obviously, it would be cool if his team went 19-0 and and won that year, that whatever year. Awesome that it didn't happen. Super cool. Couldn't have been happier that it didn't. Yeah. Um, but it is funny, and I'm sure that he looks like he's like, yeah, I mean, that Eagles team was awesome outside of Foles. Like, they were fucking good when they had Wentz, too, and... Yeah. It worked out. This guy had a miracle run. That's sometimes that's what it takes. Yeah, I that's how I feel too. Like if he had just come up slightly short against Falcons and like made that huge comeback but not quite gotten there, that would have been worse than losing to Eli. Or, or I don't know, it probably would have stuck with him more, I think, of like, oh my gosh, we were right. that close. Although I don't like, know. Almost going undefeated. Yeah, right. Like, stuff. like if the Falcons had held on, like that Super Bowl obviously means a lot more to me if it's over Tom Brady versus it's over Blake Bortles on some weird run that he went on with the Jaguars. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. 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 So Mahomes goaded or on his way to being goaded? I did I mean, see a funny tweet. I don't know if you saw. It was like, well, one person said. Is Mahomes closer to Brady or LeBron versus Jordan, like for the goat conversation? And somebody's like, I think Mahomes is uh, closer to Brady than Jordan is to LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that one. I, I like, really nice. enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. This is probably not that original of a thought, but it just has to be mentioned that Mahomes is is there. Like he could retire today, and he's a Hall of Famer. Oh, well, he could have retired I, two weeks. Pretty ago. much unquestionably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I think it was kind of certain before. You could have been like, "Well, it's so short." Yeah, but I mean, like in that six-year window, he was kind of yeah. undoubtedly the best player in the world. So, yeah. I mean, uh, I guess the Hall of Fame thing is separate because he's obviously in. But if he retired today, you could still say he's one of the best. How many quarterbacks ever? Or had the best I mean, careers. Like, maybe two. Yeah. I don't know. I guess Montana, because he's got four probably, rings, but... He probably... I mean, he's obviously comfortably top five. Yeah. But I think... I think, I think the list is only Brady, Montana, uh, Mahomes, and then... I mean, you could put the other... Whatever the Super Bowl winner's in, it's a, it, it ends up being like a Super Bowl's conversation. Like, at this point... Like, at this point, he's had a better career than Peyton Manning had. Which is crazy. It's yeah. It's which is nuts because I don't. I think we're in the same. Like I was a huge Peyton defender and was like a Peyton over Brady guy forever. And then yeah, and then Brady went on to win all those extra Super Bowls and <laughs> Peyton <laughs> didn't. <just> like, <laughs> so it's not a conversation. Uh, I did see the uh, they they resurfaced the the Aikman tweet again. Did you see? They're like, mm-hmm. oh, in forty percent of the games. Mahomes has 80% of whatever Aikman's and then he's like, let me know when he has 33% of my Super Bowls. <laughs> what about 100%? <laughs> uh, poor Aikman. He's getting yeah. busted. Yeah. Uh, any, any thoughts on Romo? Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I think I was more critical <clears throat> this year. I'm not sure I loved him even initially to start. Uh, I always have said that I thought he talked a lot. I can't deny that first season. I thought it was a nice, like, breath of fresh air. I thought it was cool, and it was... Obviously, I'm not denying that he's, like, intelligent and he understands football. And there are times when he gets in going on plays that I'm like, oh, that was interesting. 
It's just that the other 60% of the times he does it, he's just talking to talk and filling space that he doesn't need to be filling. And he's Mm -hmm. just kind of making noises when that's kind of Jim Nance's whole thing is he's got this smooth, smooth, beautiful, buttery voice that like leads you through this game with a leather leash and it's amazing. And then Romo's kind of got this choppy nasally doesn't really have an idea formed until like the last second type thing going on and i think it's just really frustrating for me to have him interrupting my enjoyment of football the entire time i think it's just really evident that he had a lot of innate talent from the perspective of diagnosing football and explaining it to the, to the layperson, and also a genuine excitement for the game and that's why people loved him to begin with but there's been no improvement perhaps even regression and you can tell that i don't think he puts a lot of focus on his craft as a sportscaster he shows up and and does his thing whereas and, and that's the biggest difference like guys who care about the art of being a broadcaster versus just like being the smartest guy in the room or the funniest or the most excited there is certainly something to it somebody was posting recently like old clips of joe buck and like saying how like joe buck was was really bad to start like he was he really was. boring joe buck and was he, like, not good bad, like 25 years and it ago. took him a long yeah. time but joe buck and aikman too i i said this on the pod a couple years ago that aikman was terrible and i think he's good now i think those guys yeah. take their job seriously and you know, focus on putting in the work to become better broadcasters. So it'd be nice if Tony could do that, but I don't know if he's capable just with his yeah. demeanor. Yeah. I think we said this a little bit last week too. It just, I think, I think that Joe, I think Joe Buck and Troy Aikman right now are like the top of football commenting. I thought they, I feel like they make games feel big. I think that they do a really good job. They obviously have like a crazy rapport. They've been working together forever. They play off each other so well. They don't, they don't, incessantly like feel the need to talk to just talk it feels yep. supernatural and i'm with you i i recognize that uh like even as a baseball fan whatever like buck obviously is a cardinals guy so he's a little bit of a homer and there's it's fun a little bit to hear the homerism but he's gotten so much better about not being his his big gripe with or a lot of people's big gripe with him was that he's always he was monotone like he didn't have the voice for mm-hmm. the moment i feel like he really worked on making those calls and he makes those for calls sure. now and for sure, without question. Because yep. the big one was the, the David Tyree catch was just, like, not a good call. It was not a great call by him. And he's right. had so many since then. Like, you think about, like, the Freeze World Series, the we will see you tomorrow night type call or anything else that he's done, football-wise yeah. even, that he's just gone really far. And um, the one I keep comparing Romo to is, like, the same time frame is Greg Olson, who I feel like I feel – is really trying hard to learn how to do yeah. commentating and broadcasting. And I feel like he's good. He's good. He's definitely good. Everyone likes him. Everyone agrees. We've been saying it since he started that he's good. And it's crazy yeah. that they're fucking replacing him with Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just no way. that Tom, and Like, why would Tom Brady put in the work to, to be that good? I could see, I could kind of see, I saw some clips recently. I could kind of see Tom being good. You think he's just going to, well, but you mean innately or you think he's going to put in the work? Mm, yeah, that's the, that's that, going to be the problem. That's going to be the problem. <clears throat> yeah, you, you. I wonder almost if there is an issue where quarterbacks are like too close and too in it to where mm-hmm. like it takes a guy who was a tight end who knows the ins and outs of both blocking and receiving, but maybe, maybe doesn't dissect the game on like a quarterback's level 
that makes it easier to digest and doesn't get you too bogged down in it. Yeah, yeah, probably. Makes sense. Yeah. I would buy that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, thoughts on Super Bowl commercials? You want to go there? All right, perfect. <clears throat> I would say pretty good, okay-ish. We've, yeah. I think we've, we've again talked that I think Super Bowl commercials probably peaked like 15 years ago. Mm. It was like the, the oh, when the Bud Light was doing super fun stuff and Starburst and Skittles and Doritos was making just like the craziest fucking commercials you've ever seen. I don't know. I feel like it's probably that 08 time range or was it, was okay. it Doritos that would have the competitions every year and they would air like four ads and you're voting on basically which ones are the best ones? Uh, sounds kind of familiar. Okay. I feel um, like fifteen feels a long time ago, but I guess long? then again, 10, I'm older. Maybe than, I was thinking ten. Yeah, maybe. Okay, maybe ten. That's fine. Um, all right, I've got listed what I think are the best of the best. You said you couldn't see that many. Do you feel like you got some that you thought were really good, or no? There were some that seemed good, but I didn't catch every word, so I that's fair. Should be able to hopefully agree or disagree with your list. Cut. Um, surprisingly, this is, so this is the best of the best. Surprisingly, the one that I keep coming back to, I actually really liked it. It was cheesy in the right ways was the Dunkings commercial. Mm-hmm. That's the, the Damon I, Affleck. I thought this would be high. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're walking into JLo's studio They're He's trying to do a rap. I mean, it's just, it's almost a play, you know, on kind of the, uh, Marky Mark and the funky bunch type thing. And they're just super Boston-y Tom Brady's in the background. I think if you're going to overdo it, overdo it, like get everybody in there. So I thought it was I fun. like that. Yeah, and the, what makes it good too is that you have actual actors doing it as opposed to like a lot of times that would just be athletes just trying yes. to be like goofy or whatever. And yeah. so, I don't know, they just do a better job. They know what's funny and they know how to act. And so that yep. helps. Yeah, totally but yeah, agree. I was on board. JLo did a nice job. Yeah. Um also a big fan of Talking Like Walking, the BMW commercial. See, I think I missed this one. So you got Oh, you that's a bummer. Yeah, so Walken? basically yeah, Christopher Walken, and basically everybody he sees on, in, during the day is talking to him in his voice. Uh, like, oh, you want me to take your car back here? <laughs> and he's just like, huh, good one. <laughs> the entire time and he does it, probably like uh, six or seven times throughout the video. Good. It's like that's a waiter, like a that. bellhop. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, all, it's all, it was a pretty good commercial. Okay. Um, the State Farm, the Like a Good Neighbor the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger yes. with uh, Danny DeVito, the twins, twins kind of reference at the end. I thought was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if we should get into the habit of teaching Arnold Schwarzenegger the hard R, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but if that's what we want to do for the State Farm commercial, that's fine. <laughs> and no response. Yeah, uh, I actually really liked the "Can't Be Broken" Verizon commercial with Beyonce. Where uh, I don't think uh, they were trying to get Beyonce to break the internet by just doing like crazier and crazier stuff, releasing songs, whatever. And oh, the guy's like, I did see that. Nope, she was still like works. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. So I like that one. Good concept. Yep. Yeah. And then the final one is the one I sent you guys on Twitter. So there's a condensed version. It's the Paramount Plus, and that's the mm. uh, Hail Patrick, Patrick Stewart, uh, Tua, and Hey Arnold, where he has to throw Hey Arnold over the wall, and he doesn't quite make it and hits the wall. It's the full version is phenomenal. But it's phenomenal, and I just want to give a special shout to Tua. He does fantastic. I, he's really I totally, good. But he's really good. Would not have guessed. Would have no, had no would idea. Not Felt very. I mean, if there was going to be somebody, I kind of thought might have a little bit of a white bread personality. Definitely Tua. I think he's uh, more fun than than he seems. 
I think he yeah. would be a good time, potentially. Yeah. Good hang. We might have to move him up the beer. Maybe rankings. good hang. Yeah, we'll have to, we might we'll have, have, to, to, re- we'll have to redo beer beer rankings next year. Yeah. Next okay, year or next sure. week? We can do it next week. Whatever. I don't care. This sometime this summer. Or maybe yeah, this sometime week. this summer. Yeah. Um, all right. Next I have the all right. They're fine. Kind of okay. category. I have uh having a blast, the Baja Blast commercial with Aubrey mm. Plaza and Nick Offerman. It was fun. It was good. Yeah. Fine. Great. Aubrey Plaza doing her stick that she's done, you know, in every show and commercial for yeah, the last I'm not, six years. I'd say I'm not really a big fan of hers, but... Yeah. Oh. I think she's pretty. I just don't know if I don't love the shtick that much. Uh, oh, you just had to throw that out there in case she listens and she yeah, wants to Yeah, just in case. Just you. in case. I do think you're beautiful, Aubrey, so uh, <laughs> let me hit, us, hit our line. Um, maybe she'll write into the mailbag. Yeah, I mean, let us know uh, what questions you have for the yeah. uh, Superior Beach, which is the messy commercial where he's dribbling around. Uh, but mm. the best part of the entire commercial is he kicks the ball out to Dan Marino. And as Dan Marino catches the ball, he says, all right, Dan the man. And he goes to throw <laughs> it back. <laughs> Whose idea was that? <laughs> who, who told Dan to say, all right, Dan the man. <laughs> About himself? About himself. I hope it was his idea. And he said, I'll only as, do the commercial if you let me do as, my catchphrase. As do I. Dan Reno been in a lot of commercials lately. Get get that bag, Dan. He's always. He always. He, since doing Ace Ventura. I mean, that dude's yeah. been all over the place. That's true. He's been, I mean, he was in two or three different commercials for the Super Bowl alone. So. He's one guy I feel like I don't adequately, I'm not able to adequately uh, rate because I just didn't watch him play. And I... Obviously, he has no ring, so your tendency to think is to think that he wasn't that great. But I, yeah. you know, you listen to people who are around talk about him like he could be the best ever. Just didn't could never get over. That it's home, crazy so. how even winning one Super Bowl probably gets him into that top three conversation. Just like, come on, man, get over uh, uh Final one was the Mr. P Pringles. It's fine. It's the, mm-hmm. definitely the bottom of this tier, which is Chris mm-hmm. Pratt with his mustache. Um, all right, that, and then yeah. and then these three are in a category of their own. The <laughs> Robert Kennedy campaign ad that was interesting. What the fuck? Where yeah, did that come I was from? very confused. I have no idea. Uh, and then he tweeted out, <laughs> he tweeted out, "I apologize to anybody I may have triggered with uh, pictures of my father or like not wanting to see the Super Bowl ad on that." He's like, "Not my intended. It's not my campaign doing it. It comes from a super PAC." Meanwhile, it is his pinned tweet on his profile. Uh, <laughs> what? Possibly, he was not taking credit for it? I don't. Yeah, it is weird. Oh. Possibly my favorite campaign, of, or my favorite ad the entire time was, of course, the one that lets us know that Jesus had a foot fetish and that he was <laughs> washing feet. The He Gets Us ads remain the weirdest fucking ads I've ever seen. Yeah, and they're, I can't decide if the commercials are weirder or when they advertise in the stadium and they say... And it just says he gets Jesus us. left it all on the field. Like, what are we <laughs> talking about? I'm so confused. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, oh, it's, it's a step up from the guy that's yelling on the side of the street to help save people. And I'm like, has what's the success rate there? How many people have come up to you and be like, you know what? It was you that brought me to Jesus. Yeah. It was that Super Bowl commercial that really... You know, really drove that was my salvation. That's what I needed, right? <sighs> anyway, yeah. Uh, and then final category is super hell. 
which is the Temu or Timu ad, which ran six times during the Super Bowl. Telling you, I don't, I had never heard of this until six months ago when I was shopping for f- fucking coffee table and uh, my TV stand in this place. And then it's the top 30 results whenever you're searching something on Google. And it's all just cheap, looks like shoddily made stuff. And their tagline is shop like a billionaire. What are we talking about here? I, what I, is this? I, I'm not really sure either. And, and so they must be doing well. Yeah, I imagine they have a poo ton of money. A lot. Yeah. Um, I didn't see any props. Uh, I never looked if there were any good props. Did you? For the commercials? For Super- yeah. No, no, I didn't. I saw, I know that Joe had some on our like party Super Bowl sheet. It mm. was mostly about who shows up in an ad first, all that yada, yada, yada. Okay. But nothing really that enticing, to be honest. My biggest takeaway is the top three that you listed were pretty much making fun of the way famous actors talk. That is incredibly true, and I didn't even think of that at all. Kind Maybe I just have a specific thing that I like. <laughs> That's what you like. <laughs> yeah. Making fun of the way people's funny actions. Yeah, yeah. Shame, shame the dummies who don't talk normal. All right, now I would like you to say something with an Arnold Schwarzenegger accent like Christopher Walken from Boston. <sighs> what if I was like a good neighbor? Would you fucking think you're a good neighbor? That's actually pretty good. <laughs> All right, so now I need you to play that clip and see, to somebody who doesn't know what it is and see if they can figure out what you were trying to do. I really liked it. It was really Thank you. you did a really nice job. It was fantastic. Thank you. Appreciate. It. I'm glad that the words "like a good neighbor" were right there, so I could actually have some inspiration. Uh, okay, I, I I do enjoy that you do have to kind of both for the walk-in, you have to be very kind of bodily into it, and then to do even a little bit of Arnold, you got to kind of get up a little bit. Like a good neighbor, you can see. Hey, I'll that's stab you good. in the face with a soldering iron. That's <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good walking slash Schwarzenegger. Thank you. I, how many people do you think have tried the crossover? I think you may be the first. Well, Thank you. I imagine Walken's done a Schwarzenegger. How would you combine their names? Carefully. That's a really. There's a lot of syllables. Um, <laughs> let's see. Christopher Walken and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Do you combine both first and last? So, sure. Arn Arnifer. Okay. We go Arnifer Walkenager, I guess. Yeah. That's why I said carefully. Definitely on that last part. Be be careful there. <laughs> Walkenager. Yeah. <laughs> What's your you can't even say I'm saying it right and it's still I know, it. I know. <laughs> okay. Anything else on commercials? Um, no. No, that's it. I, I just, I do enjoy it. I, I feel like I'm less into them than I used to be, but I, I'll definitely get down on a good commercial here and there. I can get down on one, too. Speaking of getting down, let's go halftime show. Uh, quick disclaimer, both Coin and my wife were thoroughly unimpressed by Ursher Baby. I was slightly Ursher. more keen on it, but uh, give me your thoughts. I've, you know, a little... Distance makes the heart grow fonder, I will say. I feel like okay. I was maybe a little harsh. Okay. I, I truly did not enjoy, similar to the Super Bowl, I did not enjoy the first half at all. Mm-hmm. I thought it was too slow. That's exactly I right. thought it was just yes. way too slow. Totally the great. second, 
Alicia Keys shows up, we're back in business. Sure. Of course. Alicia. Uh, I just think that you need to start the show off faster than that. If you simply start and you bring out Lil John right away, we're not even having this conversation. I think it's one of the best <laughs> halftime shows we've ever seen. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> okay, so it was more, more the order and the, and the crescendo of it. it. It needed to start with yeah. a bang and end with a bang. Yeah. I, I know that there. Usher I, has a lot of like sensual and kind of lustry yeah. songs and all that. I get that. But he also has just like club bangers and fun stuff and Yeah. I just I can't I don't think you can build that slowly. I'm with you. I think uh well my first note is I did say on the pod that a good option that was not listed on the board for first song was caught up. I did say that. Yeah. Go back and watch the tape. You did. Sure enough. You did. You did. I was right. You did. Um that said, yes, a lot of pros in my opinion. Alicia being there was great. It was hilarious that all the memes about her husband watching Usher fondle her. Um, so that was fantastic. Um, the rollerblading was, was what is what did it for me. I mean, wow, that was fantastic. Phenomenal. Just, that's a ballsy move. Fantastic move. Yeah. Um, yeah. I loved not just that Usher took off his shirt, but he takes off his first shirt and then kind of makes you think, oh, that was my stripping. No, I'm going to take off another layer and I'm going down yeah, to bare nipples. Right. Um, that was there great. Was a, I think there was a bet, will Usher take his shirt off, right? I'm what was the odds was. on that? I don't know. Minus, probably, right? Yeah, close to even though, probably. Probably would have bet it. Probably would have bet it. Yeah. Um, uh, my, my downside was uh, he just didn't sing that much, I feel like. He danced a lot. So It definitely like got better. The, the yeah. first few were rough. You could tell yeah. that he was like struggling to sing and yeah. like... They were trying not to play too much vocals over the top, and it the mic was like all fucked up, and so it sounded kind of bad. Yeah, but my respect for him just went through the roof with seeing how much he sweats. Um, it just really hit home for me, and he just grinded through it. He said, "You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna sweat my ass off, and I'm gonna put on a fucking show." Yeah, so I, I mean, obviously, I immediately thought of you when they did the close up of him just sweating <laughs> his ass off, and I was like, "Oh, he just like no." I was just—I don't know if I said this on the pod, but I was just talking about this with somebody. How we go play pickleball, and uh, it'll be like me, my wife, my sister, and Dylan, my brother-in-law, and then like a group of old people. So there's like ten people in the place, and I'm the only one who's even broken a sweat, and I am drenched. <laughs> and like all the old people and the pre- the pregnant women are like not even broken a sweat, and I'm drenched. So me and Usher, we got to stick together. You say women. Well, Katie and uh, potentially others. Okay. <laughs> pregnant woman. Okay. And I just don't. I can't speak to the uh, pregnancy of the other women in the in the room. You know, gotcha. there could be gotcha. other pregnant women. Who knows? Okay. Gotcha. Um. So I gave it a. I think I gave it a six. Six. Six is good. Uh, I probably gave it like a four, eight, four, seven. Okay. That's fair. And Ludacris did a nice job as well. I mean, love seeing Luda at any point. Yeah, a lot of lo- a lot of love for Atlanta in the in it, so I was into that. Yeah, we talked. To, I th- I don't know if we talked about this or I talked about this with someone at the party, but like, why did they not do them for the show in Atlanta? Like, why they do it for Vegas? I'm not really sure. We we talked about this when they were doing that Super Bowl. It made no fucking sense. It's absurd. This should have been that soup that halftime show. Yeah, I think we did. I think we one of us pitched that right. And that was like, um, all Atlanta probably. Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah. 
probably. Although I, I feel like that was before we were doing pods. I feel like that was like six or eight years ago. Was I, that BP? Yeah. Uh, either way. Okay. Um, lastly, Super Bowl. We'll go over our bets. We don't. Have, we're not going to go over every single one. Yes. But I will give the final standings of the the bookie show, and we can talk about some of the few that we won or lost. Um, coin. Um, thankfully, because we cheated and added this nice little Chiefs plus 800 bet, um, I did come out on uh, in the positives for my Super Bowl bets. If Let's you don't ahead. count that, I was minus $13. But we are counting it, so I'm plus 147 for the Super Bowl, which brings me all the way up to minus 1205 on the year. Yes, that's right, $1,205. Uh, about a, about a th- minus 33%. ROI on the season. Not good, I will say. Uh, Coin, you, I believe, with that bet, lost just $190 is what I figured for uh, Mm -hmm. Super Bowl bets, which brought his total to minus 664 on the year, which uh, is significantly better than me. Um, This is really interesting, though, Coin. Our, Our combo bets were $131 in the hole, which somehow brings our total to exactly on the dot minus two thousand dollars. We're round, baby. Round numbers. We're round. Mm-hmm. So we like. Uh, and that was on um, seventy six hundred and thirty dollars wagered. So next year is a new year, man. Pretty, you know? pretty bad. I think. What did we win? Like <laughs> ten bucks last year and two bucks the year before, or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Last year, I think, was actually pretty okay. good. Didn't we win over 100? I think we went over 100 because yeah, you had the did. huge bet in the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's true. Okay. All right. So we only have to make 1,800 next year to break even. There we go. We're going to do it. We're going to crush it. Yeah, um, I have a good feeling. Any, any notable ones? I guess my notable ones, um, <clears throat> overtime. Coin. Oh, I have some breaking news for you as well. Yes, 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 yes. yes so yes, yes. when I picked the overtime for the Super Bowl, on the pod, it was 11 to 1, and that's what I'm taking the odds at. Um, I went back and looked, and sure enough, prior to the Super Bowl, I had bet this 10 times, which means this bet came out positive, baby. Chiefs overtime, there was never a doubt. It needed to hit in the Super Bowl in order for it to cash, so it did. Plus $10, wagering 110 or something like that, so we'll take it. Truly never a doubt. I knew you had it in you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that was a big one for me. I had Butker over one and a half field goals. That was easy. And then uh, I did throw out on the pod. This is this is similar to the bet that you won, but longest field goal record of 54 yards broken at plus 240. Did not bet it, but sure enough, it was broken twice in the first half. So that was awesome. Um, uh, what did what notable ones did you have? Uh, that was, I'll, I'll go same, same way. I really loved this bet. I knew I was going to bet it the entire time. It's the length of longest field goal versus total points. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know why That's I didn't right. combine that with the record setting field goal. That would have been smart. Um, but mm-hmm. hit that one, definitely bet it, put a decent amount on it. Uh, loved Purdy first rush yards. Uh, was stoked yeah. when he took Did off him. for like a nice little 10 yard gain, got the little horse collar at the end of it. Uh, that was clean, and then of course, just the quick, simple plus one twenty-five Mahomes Super Bowl MVP. Got to have it in there. Hundred bones on it. Got to have it. Well done. Nice work, yep. Coin. 
Thank you. Uh, yeah, next year we're gonna. What's the next thing we're gonna be betting on? Uh, Masters. Uh, probably the draft. Nah, yeah. Oh no, 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 no! The point. Masters is before the draft. Masters is the first week in April. Yes. So maybe I am right. Uh, probably no, like opening day baseball or anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, God, no! I don't know anything about baseball. Me neither. Me neither. <clears throat> okay, is that all our thoughts on the Super Bowl? That's it. Uh, congrats to both teams. Very happy for you. And remember, uh, there's not always a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> it may that never may get be better be for it. you, Niners fans. Yeah. Uh, sadness. We love you, Pip. Yep. Okay, that has been it for another year of the Bookie Show. Bookie uh, What time is it now, Colin? Ah, it is 10.33. Sounds like another thing. Yeah, yeah. Sing it again. by the shoe show. We call this motors. That's right, everybody. It is time for everybody's favorite trivia show, Stumptown, in which I, Christopher Travis Knoll, take my wizardry of knowledge, that was the first time I've ever used that term, and try to stump Elvis Jack Coyne with some spunky questions, and then he tries to answer them. Ooh, some spunk. Some spunk. Uh, all right, Coin. Of yes. course, the no. Super Bowl has now come and gone. Sports media continues to discuss Patrick Mahomes and how he has improved his legacy with the additional hardware that he's won this past weekend. But what if I told you, Coin, there was another football game this month in which an NFC team played against an AFC team and a quarterback took home MVP honors? That's oh, right, Coin. Was there? I'm talking about the Pro Bowl, everyone's right. favorite football game. Uh, do you know which team won the Pro Bowl? I have no idea. Do you know who won MVP of the Pro Bowl? No. I did not know either, but I'll tell you right now: the NFC did win, and Baker Mayfield was the MVP oh, of the NFC. Oh wow! Um, the Pro Bowl, once a proud tradition in which Sean Taylor murdered ambitious punters, is now a yep. joke that most hardcore NFL fans don't even watch. There is, however, another all ca- all-star showcase coming this weekend. Oh! While the NBA's all-star game is a shell of what it once was, I think we can agree this weekend will garner many more spectators than the NFL did two weeks ago. Uh, this happens to mark the 40th anniversary of the NBA's first slam dunk contest when Larry Nance Sr. defeated reigning ABA dunk contest winner Dr. J in the final round. Fuck yeah. Um, coin the end of football also means the start of baseball is right around the corner. Believe mm-hmm. it or not, MLB hosts some all-star festivities as well. Did you know that? I did. Um, just a year after Larry Nance took home the dunk contest trophy, Dave Parker of the Cincinnati Reds became the first ever champion in the home run derby. Who? Dave uh, Parker? Is that what you just said? Yeah, you don't know Dave Parker of the Reds? He was alleged. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, was this Larry Nance Sr.? I thought you I thought you meant like the last two years. I was like, what? what no, Larry Nance about? Sr. This is 1984. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, the dunk contest and home run derby have been staples of American culture for the past 40 years, but do people really remember you for winning these novelty games? We're going to find out. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> this may be the hardest stump town I've ever done. There have been 
33 individual dunk contest winners. And there have been 34 MLB home run derby champs. Okay. I want you to name a pair, one from each list, that share a name. So let me explain. I do not count Spanish versions of English names. For instance, John Wall and Juan Soto. John and Juan, that does not count. Or Michael Jordan and Miguel Tejada. Michael and Miguel does not count. There is one pair of such names that have the exact same first name. So a home run derby and a dunk contest with the same first name. There's one pair where they have the same last name. There is one pair where they have the same first name, but one of them goes by kind of a nickname version of it. And then there's one pair where a guy's first name matches another guy's last name. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to work with you to get there, though, Coin. Okay, okay, uh, okay, okay. This is not just you have to realize these people. When was I will the also most give you recent one of these home run derby champions? That has a name that's matching with yeah. somebody? Yeah. Um, it would have been in the year... 2011. Damn. Um, but here's the thing with the, uh, the, the... These are definitely hard. These are definitely hard. But let me, let me also tell you... I'll tell you the teams of the matches. See okay. if that'll help. Okay. There's one that I think you can get. Okay. The one that I think you can get, and I'm going to tell you the teams right now, and you can think about it, and if you get it, then I'll let you keep guessing. The baseball player is on the Phillies... And the uh, basketball player is the Orlando Magic. Okay. Let's just throw that out there. See what you can come up with for that, if you can get it. 08 for basketball and 06 for for baseball. Dwight Howard, Josh Howard. Close. Dwight Howard is correct. Oh, wait. He's got the same name as an office character. Not Dwight. That's not what I was thinking. No, I, I know. I was like, well, what the fuck? No, uh, no I know that. Um, oh, Ryan Howard. Ryan Howard. Jesus Christ. Thank you. That yes. is correct. Well done, Coin. All right, so you haven't been stumped, but I'll give you the other ones here. Um, there's a Yankees and Knicks pair. Oh. The Yankee player is the most recent one. He uh, left the Yankees shortly after to play for the Nurs. And the Knicks guy is a guy that I bet you would remember won the dunk contest a while back. Uh, was this one of the questions today? Was it? Is, there, is this Robbie Cano? It is. Okay. But what's his uh, full name? This isn't. Is this isn't Mitchell Robinson? Is it? No. Um. Oh, uh, Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson and Robinson Cano. That is correct. Nice. Well done, Coin. Thank you, Noel. Uh, this question was going to be impossible without any clues. So, um, I can, uh, <laughs> I'll try to give you hints for the last two. So, we got a Yankee and a Golden State Warrior. Okay. The Yankee uh, is a beefed up white dude, chawing home run hitter. And the Warrior is a known dunker from like the We Believe era. Both have the same first names. The guy in the Yankees, I think played for the A's. I think that's where he mm. started. Back when okay. you were a fan of the A's. 
Oh, like back in the day, back in the day? Yeah. But not not Mark. I don't think he ever played for the Yankees, did he? No. Okay. Uh, oh, it's the Bash Brothers, right? So this would have been... Yeah, yes. The, the, the other uh, Juice Bro? Yeah. yeah. I think so. Uh, then I'm probably not going to get this one. All right. The answer is Giambi. Oh, uh, Jeremy First or Jason? Name, Jeremy? Jason. Jason. And Jason Richardson of the Warriors. Oh, Jay Rich. So Jason and okay. Jason, and then the last one is, uh, I'll just tell you, because this has run its course. Um, if I can find it. Oh, this one. You would never have got the NBA player. I've never heard of him. But Ken Griffey Jr., of course. Mm. And Kenny Walker won the NBA dunk contest. No chance. Because that's a guy, apparently. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I'm going to say you haven't been stumped because it's uh, <laughs> such man. a bizarre question. <laughs> that was a wild question. <laughs> I, I feel like I there are do... at least multiple fans out there who are going to be ecstatic about that, that question. <laughs> <laughs> I can think of one, yes. Yeah. Uh, I will say, if I was thinking about just having you name as many dunk or home run champs as you could. The home run champs are, I feel like, easier than you think. They're it's easy. It's just like all yeah. the guys that you yeah. think of that hit home It's pretty runs. easy. Yeah. And then, but the, but the, one of the reasons it's I like, did this. All it is, it's like, it's like Judge, Alonzo, and then Soto, and all these other, yeah. yeah. Um, well, and then and even Vladdy just going back, and, Sosa, yeah. McGuire, uh, Giambi, yeah, exactly. Bonds, Griffey. It's yeah. just like all yeah. the guys that you would yeah. think. Yeah. yeah. All right. Last question, though. Can you name how many of the last... Seven slam dunk contest champions, can you name? Um, Levine? Nope. What? Was he longer ago than that? Yep, 2016. Oh my god. Um, That's oh, what did I that, thought. That, I was like, oh yeah, That Levine. white kid didn't win it yet, right? Um, he did, last year. Oh, Anthony Simons. Anthony Simons won one. That is correct. I, w- I um, would not have gotten that. Yeah, the little what's the what's the white guy's name from last year? It's alliterative. I'm not, yeah, I'm not. He played for the Delaware Blue Coats at the time. He wasn't yeah. even. He was in the fucking. Oh, group. Mac Mac McClung. Yep, Mac McClung. McClung. Yep, Mac McClung. Uh, that's that might be it for me. Uh, the year before that, Mitchell Obi Robinson. Toppin. Oh, Obi! Dang it. Not Mitchell Robinson, but Donovan Mitchell won it apparently. Oh, um, Glenn Robinson the third won it. That's the one I was thinking of. That's the one I was thinking of. That's for okay. the Knicks, right? Uh, no, Pacers at the time. Oh, what the fuck? Um, Derek Jones Jr. I do remember that one because he yeah. beat uh, Heat? Gordon again. Oh yes, sorry, Heat. Yes, yeah. and then uh, Hamadou Diallo also won ah. it. Ah. So, uh, uh, just I, I remember when they started doing this. This this did start up like seven, seven, eight years ago. Don't don't just let some fucking random dudes come in and do the dunk contest. That's not what people care about. It's it is a it is a name thing. It is a name thing. <clears throat> it's absurd that we're letting some dude in the fucking yeah. G League do it. I mean, come on. At least all the other guys, like at least they all have teams next to their name. He has Philadelphia 76ers slash Delaware Blue Coats. I don't. I don't get why you wouldn't want to do it. I don't know. <clears throat> well, uh, who's doing it this year? Uh, somebody kind of. Oh, Jalen Brown's doing it this year. Is he? Oh, nice. Yeah, which is good. Although he's oh. been kind of shitty. 
Um, okay. That has been an interesting episode of Stumptown. Mm, interesting episode of Stumptown. Good one, Noel. Uh, I will list off really quick if anybody's interested. These are all the non-quarterbacks to throw a touchdown in the Super Bowl. I saw that Pip had this at 34-1. to 1. There have been... Uh, six non-quarterbacks to throw touchdowns in 58 Super Bowls. So if you're getting Trey better Bird. than 10 to 1, um, that's correct. Uh, Niners, Juwan Jennings, obviously, two years ago. Joe Mixon, Trey Burton did it in 2018. Uh, Antoine Randall-L in 2006. Uh, four years... Oh, sorry, were you going to guess? No, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm just reacting. Go ahead. Oh, so there have been four in the last 18 years, and Pip had it at 34 to 1, which is kind of crazy. Um, that is impressive. Uh, Lawrence McCutcheon for the so there was a break from 1980 to 2006 nobody did it uh, Rams running back Lawrence McCutcheon in Super Bowl 14 in 1980 and two years before that Cowboys fullback the very first one Robert Newhouse Super Bowl 12 1978 hell yeah Bobby hell yeah. Newhouse Bobby News Um, I have to say that I don't know how I blocked so much of the Bengals Rams Super Bowl out of my mind because I don't yeah. remember that. I don't remember T. No. Higgins scoring twice. Nope. I don't remember scoring once. I remember Odell's touchdown and that cup balled out, and then Stafford had a sweet no look pass. That's it. Yeah, I'm kind of. Like it was a, it was a pretty good game, but I just don't really remember yeah. it. <clears throat> sometimes it's just Quailers. you just don't you just don't sometimes you just don't give a shit about the teams at all, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Okay, uh, we'll be back in the next couple of weeks. Can't promise you'll be back next week, but uh, right. we're going into the off season, so that's true. We'll, uh, have to get our maybe. We'll, maybe we'll have a guest or two. Yeah, and we then I want to. I do. I want to do yeah, some little ahead. movie reviews. We got some. We got oh, some yeah. fun stuff. You know, brewing. We'll do some. We'll do some. We're gonna be just ripping off other pods left and right. It's gonna be fucking awesome. You know what we should have done since we're going to Seattle next month is uh, the nine 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 challenge at a Mariner game. Oh my god, that would make me so happy. I would fucking love to do it. Maybe we still should do that on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stay an extra day to do that on Sunday. <laughs> no, I feel like doing that the last day of the bachelor party is probably a pretty bad, bad idea. idea. <laughs> bad idea. <laughs> uh, we'll do something fun. Um, we will. We believe we will have a sponsor. We yes, we're going to be adding a sponsor soon. Well, we, need to, we need to sign a contract first. Yeah, we got we got some binding docs to sign still, but uh, yeah, yeah, big big things coming it. for the rookie show. Shouts to yeah. our faithful listeners, and uh, of course, thank you for spending another season of football with us. Yes, we. Uh, I mean, admittedly, if you guys didn't, we'd probably still do this, um, but it makes it much more enjoyable. Like I said, getting those texts on Super Bowl Sunday um, really uh, really feels good. And actually, I got a couple today, actually. Some other people that are like, oh, you hit that Chiefs overtime finally. I'm like, fuck yeah, I did. Hell yeah. So I'm glad you guys are paying attention, and uh, we love you. We love you. All right. I'm going to play us out. Uh, oh, you can follow us at Rookie Show Pod. You can follow me at oh, yeah. King Quine on both Instagram and Twitter. Where can they follow you, Noel? I'm all over the place. You can follow me at DeCreamFillin on Twitter. You can follow me at CTravisNoel on Instagram. The C, of course, stands for Calibri, as in the font. Is that how uh, you pronounce of course, that? But of course. Yeah, I think so. That's what I say. Calibri. Okay. Now, now who's gonna play that? Why? Uh, let's let's let Usher do it one more time. Ah, uh, Usher, you got one more shot at it. Maybe we'll I see if we're gonna do. play Yeah or if we're just gonna go. I mean, I want to. With a lesser known song. We could. There's DVD. whole libraries that play here, so we got we got stuff. I love you, I just uh, yeah. 
so like see I was later. sad to see that uh, Pitbull didn't come end. out. Wait, I did miss that. that and it's better for me. I, I always am sad. Let it go Pitbull. now. Yeah. And hold on, it hurts you. Okay. See you yeah. later. I gotta let it burn. It's gonna burn for me to say this. It's coming from my heart. It's been a long time coming, but we didn't been fell apart. We really wanna work this out, but I don't think you're gonna change it. I do. You don't think it's best we go our separate ways Everyone, I should stay in this relationship When I'm hurting, baby, I ain't happy, baby Cause there's so many other things I gotta deal with I think that you should let it burn Find myself calling her your name Ladies tell me do you understand Now my fellas do you feel my pain It's the way I feel I know I made a mistake, now it's too late I know she ain't coming back What I gotta do now, now To get my shorty back Man I don't know what I'm gonna do Without my boo You've been gone for too long It's been 11 days I'm teen novels, I'ma be burning Till you return Wanna break down and cry? Ooh, I'm twisted. There's one side of me telling me that I need to move on. On the other side, I wanna break down and cry. Yeah. Someone else, but you know that